Hello, everyone. This is Rob Wolf from The Loan Factory. You're listening to The Lone Wolf Podcast. That's loan spelled L-O-A-N, the show that talks about mortgages, but we'll throw some real estate talk into the mix. You can reach me by email, rob.wolf at loanfactory.com, or you can call me on my cell, 727-366-5722. That's my only phone I have. And I'm not a bank. I'm open after five o'clock and on the weekends. If you get my voicemail, please leave me a message. I promise to get back to you ASAP. I'm in the ABC business. Always be communicating. I am a licensed loan officer in the sunshine state of Florida where I live, the place where I grew up, Pennsylvania, and the Rocky Mountain state where I vacation every year. Now, Loan Factory, we're licensed in 47 states. So if you're looking in another state, let me know. I'll hook you up with a fellow loan officer. Now, this podcast is just me, but I do have guests. And these could be real estate agents, uh, insurance people, title people, or anyone else involved in mortgage loan real estate. Okay? If you're listening to this or you're watching this, uh, let me know. And uh, if you want to be a guest, we could work something out for you. Okay. I try to keep these podcasts under 30 minutes and they are published every Wednesday at 9 p.m. If you miss a podcast, feel free to go to my website, www.thelonewolfpodcast.com. Just remember it's loan as in borrow money and make sure you use Google Chrome as your search engine. Uh, Microsoft Edge doesn't work. Okay. So this is a video podcast. I'm going to post it on YouTube. Uh, Go ahead and put in your search engine, mortgage loan, creative financing, buy down. Okay, that should come up. And I'll put it on my podcast website for those that are listening. And I will do my best to describe the screenshots that I'm going to show on this video because there are going to be interest rates, monthly payments, and what have you. But I'll, I'll do my best to explain them to those that are listening. Okay, so we're going to talk about creative financing. And the three things I want to talk about are gift letters, a temporary buy down and a permanent buy down. Okay, these are all strategies that we can use, you know, once someone's already pre-approved. So let's go back to getting pre-approved. Okay, you as a borrower come to me, a loan officer and I collect documents. I'll get your income statements, your bank statements, your taxes, your driver's license. I run credit. And then I see, okay, John Doe or Jane Doe, I can get you pre-approved for $300,000. So that's the number we're going to use during this podcast. And you want to do 5% down, which is a conventional loan. And so we're going to look at borrowing or getting a loan for $285,000. So what if you need a little help? You know, that you can still get the house, but it's going to be tight. Okay, so the first one is that's the gift letter. Okay, and that's just what it is. It's a gift. It's not a loan that your uncle is giving you that you have to pay back. Okay, so a typical scenario would be you would say, Rob, my uncle, my mom, my dad, my friend, my employer, you know, lots of people can give you this gift. 
Okay, there's a form that we will send to what we call as the donor. And the donor will fill it out to the amount that it's going to be sent, uh, wh where it's coming from. And there's a checkbox that, yes, this is a loan. There is no payment program affiliated with this ever, ever, ever. Okay. So, and, and this can be used for closing cost or down payment. It can't be used to get put into your checking account. Okay. And the concept, the idea is it needs to be directly correlated to the transaction. Okay. Buying, you know, the down payment or the closing cost. Now, let me give a little thought-provoking, whatever you want to call it, story, what have you. Sometimes I run into parents, and God bless them, they want to help out their child, and they want to co-sign. I would encourage you to go the former that I was just talking about, the gift letter. And let me explain why. A gift letter, once it's done, once they close, you're out of it, okay? When you sign, co-sign, you yourself are now tied to that mortgage. So if now you want to go out and get a car, this mortgage, the full amount is going on your credit as a debt, okay? Or what if you want to then go out and get another house. Again, this mortgage that your child has, it gets tied to you. The other extreme is, God forbid, that your child can't make payments. There's, there's, you know, they, they end up foreclosing. Well, they're not going to foreclose until they come to you. You co-signed. Okay, so I, I encourage people to try their best. <laughs> to do the gift letter and don't co-sign, okay? So that's the, the gift letter. So now let's talk about buy down. There's a temporary buy down and there's a permanent buy down. But before I get into that, let me explain how this concept works. Okay, so right now, this is August of 2023, a 30-year fixed is about 7%. It's actually a little bit lower, but let's just say 7% just to keep it simple. The lender, now I'm a broker and I get the loans from different lenders. So the lender is looking to get a return on the investment, 7% over a 30-year period. Now, that's all well and good, but what if you want a lower interest rate? 6%. The lender will say, well, I can do that, but since I'm not going to get as much money from you by charging 6%, you need to pay me a certain amount of money up front so that when I add that to that 6% over 30 years, it's close enough to that 7%. And then if you go to 5%, you're going to have to pay more money. Does that make sense? The lower the interest rate, obviously, the less money the lender is going to get. So they want to get more uh, from you up front. OK, so that's the buy down logic. Now, the other side is. You can actually 
request a higher interest, your monthly payment will be higher, but the lender will give you a credit. They'll give you money to do this. So you can apply that to closing cost. Okay, make sure that your lender or the broker you're working with can offer this cafeteria plans to you. I'll tell you a story later on how this did not work out with one of a borrower that came to me asking for help and I was able to help her out. Okay, but let's go through the numbers first so you kind of get a feel for how it works. Okay, so let's change screens and we're going to go to the one zero temporary buy down. So what I'm seeing at this time of the year, I'm seeing a lot of sellers dropping their prices. And some of these drops may be minimal, but I'm seeing 20, 30, $35,000 drops. And what I'm telling my real estate friends is that represent the seller, why not offer this to buyers before dropping your price so much? Because it opens the borrowing power. You know, the, the seller can then look at it and say, well, you know what? I'd be willing to give three thousand, five, ten, maybe up to fifteen thousand dollars to help these people with their buy down. Okay, so and it, and it's a strategy that can work both ways. And and as we get deeper into it, I'll I'll give you some scenarios. So the one zero buy down is just that the first year you're going to be one percent lower in your interest. Okay, so instead of seven percent, you're at six percent. Instead of the monthly payment of $1,896 a month, it's $1,708. So it's a savings of $187,000. So annualized is $2,248. So the seller could look at that as, well, that's only that's not too much money. I, I can work with that with the, with the uh, buyers. And they're saving $187 a month. Okay, so that one's pretty straightforward, not, not breaking the bank. Then there's the 2-1 buy-down. So in the first year, you're 2% lower, which is 5% in our example. Your payment is $15.29 a month. That's $366 a month less. And then the second year, it goes up to that 6%. So it's $187 a month saving still. And the two years combined is about $6,600. Okay, so again not a lot of money that the seller would be sacrificing to get a buyer to purchase the property. So in our example, let's say the house is priced at 300,000. The seller might be thinking, if I get 285 out of this, I'm happy. Well, maybe you as a buyer say, I can offer 295, but I would like the two one buy down to happen, which would cost you sixty six hundred. So the seller from three hundred, okay, now he's down to two ninety five, but then sixty. So he's still going to walk away with about two hundred eighty seven, two hundred eighty thousand. It still gets that two eighty five that he was wanting, and it helps the buyer with the lower monthly payments. Okay, now let's go to the three, two, one calculator. 
this is where it gets pretty interesting. The first year, you're down to 4%. Okay, so you're saving $535 a month. The, the, the monthly payment, the original is $1,896. This one's down to $1,360. Okay, then the second year, you're 5% interest. You're still saving $366. Third year, you're at 6%. Again, savings of $187 a month. Annualized, all this wrapped together is about $13,000. Okay, so going back to our $300,000 purchase price, maybe you offer the buyer full asking price, $300,000, but you want the three, two, one buy down. So he's going to walk away with $287,000. But more importantly, you as a buyer, especially first time home buyers, I think we can all attest when we left the apartment and went to a home, we were amazed how many times we were going to Home Depot, Lowe's, or any other hardware store, and also going to the retail stores to buy stuff for the inside of the house. So that $500 a month would be huge. Okay. So you may be asking, you know, uh, why these happen or, you know, it's just another, um, negotiating or, or technique to help out the buyers and sellers. Now I will say, uh, just be careful which type of loan you're going to get. Meaning Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they allow all of these that I discussed to three, two, one, to two, one, to one, zero, and it can be a primary or a secondary home. Okay. FHA, it's limited. It's got to be primary house only. And they go to 2-1 and 1-0 buy-down. They do not offer the 3-2-1 buy-down. And for VA, it's got to be primary. Now, they will go up to the 3-2-1 buy-down, the 2-1, and the 1-0 buy-down. Okay, so just be careful which loan, you know, you're going for. Now, in our, you know, I was saying earlier, we're, we're using conventional, just 5% down. But um, hopefully that helps. So, the other one I want to go by is let's just say you've got a a seller that just doesn't want to do this buy down program. Uh, they're not really warm and fuzzy on it. So let me change screens here and let's look at the permanent buy down. Now, the permanent buy down that comes from, as I was saying earlier, that's from the lender. OK. Let's. Uh, there we go. So let's pretend I just did the screenshot yesterday. So one of my lenders is, is Rocket. And let's pretend uh, it's 6.875% for the 30-year fixed. Rocket is willing to give the borrower a $231 credit. And their monthly payment would be $1,920. Okay. So let's say the borrower would like a little help. And they look at six and a half percent interest. Well, that's going to cost them $2,217, $2,217. But their payment's going to be down to $1,849 a month, not the $1,920. Okay, so let's go through the math. The $2,217 they pay plus the $231 they were going to get as a credit, that's a total cost of $2,448. Okay, 
The monthly payment difference from 1920 down to 1849 is $71. Okay, so here's where I ask my borrowers, how long do you plan on being in that property? There is a break-even point when you when you look at the math with these. In this example, I take the $24.48 that it cost, I divide it by the $71 that you save, and it comes out to 34.47 months. Okay, so 34 and a half months. So if the buyers are planning on being in that house at least three years, then it pays for it to, to buy down the rate. It could be a situation that maybe someone works for corporate America. They're here on a temporary basis, two years, whatever, whatever it may be. They don't think so. Well, then don't do the buy down. OK, so there's there's strategy to this. And hopefully your loan officer is asking these questions to to get you in the loan that is best for you, because that's our job. And hopefully your your lender has options available like this because I'll, I'll tell you the story that I, I had just last week, maybe it was two weeks ago, a borrower, she was looking at a property for $224,000 and she had good savings. Her income was not very high, about $40,000 a year. Her original lender said, you need to bring 25% down to get this loan because that would bring the loan amount down because her, her debt was too high. So the realtor, Kathy said, call Rob, see what he can work out. So I got the information and I told my buyer, I said, we're not going to put 25% down. That's $56,000. That's more than her savings. I said, we're going to put 15% down. That's about $33,000, but we're also going to buy down the rate. We're going to buy it down at this time. It was 5.5%. It would cost her $6,800, let's say 7,000. The monthly payment would be the same as if she put 25% down. Okay. So she was able to afford that same property and only put up $40,000 rather than 56. So I saved her $16,000. Okay. So my point being is hopefully, like I said, you're working with a lender that's exploring all options and just isn't in a cookie cutter environment, 30 year fixed. Here's the down payment you need. That's it. No lender credits, no buy downs or anything like that. Okay. Um, and if you are not working with a lender like that, um, Go ahead and, and, and search out one or give me a call. <laughs> okay. So that about does it with our podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I was educational uh, for those out there. I gave you some thought-provoking negotiating uh, tips for the seller or with your lender. Again, you can reach me at rob.wolf at loanfactory.com. My cell is 727-366-5722. My email, rob.wolf at loanfactory.com. I think I said that already, didn't I? Uh, or the uh, podcast, www.thelonewolfpodcast.com. All right, folks. Hope you learned something. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.